downtown Boston, it's Celtics Express, where we bring you the latest in the quest for Banner 18. It's the Prince of the Parquet, the Captain of Causeway, the Governor of Green. Oh, wait, really? He quit? Okay, then. Here's your host, Jay Corwin. Welcome into Celtics Express. I am your host, Jay Corwin. Ten in a row, of course, the story today, but mounting Celtics injuries could become a major issue for the Green. We'll cover that. We'll hear sound from Wednesday night's win over the L.A. Lonzos. Make that the Lakers. Kyrie Irving again making the garden sound like a sixth-grade birthday party with David Blaine doing tricks. Oohs and ahs all around Causeway Street. The early MVP favorite spoke after the game. What can you and that starting unit take from this? Uh, you know that we're building a foundation. We understand that a few other teams that we're playing against, they're, they're starting from the bottom as well, or they have a, a group that they've been playing with for a little bit. And for us, we got to take advantage of these games like this. I mean, we were, what, 6 for 20 from the three-point line. Uh, I think we were 18 for 48 in terms of field goals in the first half. I mean, we got a lot of open shots, a lot of rebounds. We we beat them to a couple 50-50 basketballs, and we just got to continue with that consistent effort. We'll be fine. What's the message you're trying to impart to those guys? Same thing I just gave you. It, 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 it simply is that, is that we got to continue to take advantage of the moments of us continuing to get better. That sound courtesy of NBC Sports Boston. Got to read between the lines a bit there, right, with Kyrie Irving basically saying the Lakers are garbage and they need to get those wins. The defense from the Lakers in the first half, frankly, was not very impressive. They did pick it up in the second half, getting to within two points. This one never really seemed in doubt. The Celtics with a rough shooting night, but still able to pull this one out. I think the real story was Kyrie's ball handling. He was 0 for 7 from deep but was able to carve up the Lakers' defense, and his finishing at the rim continues to be impressive. The Celtics fans get to see him on a nightly basis and really appreciate that aspect this season. Also in Brad Stevens' system, Kyrie is definitely defending at a higher clip than we anticipated, which begs the question, how much credit do we give Coach Stevens and his staff and their program as most of these guys are playing much better defense than we've seen in some other places and throw Aaron Baines into that mix as well. He's been a monster after losing Jay Crowder, Isaiah Thomas, and Avery Bradley, a major question mark heading into the season the Celtics led by 17 points after the first quarter last night with that lackluster Lakers defense 107-96 the final the Lakers did pull within a bucket in the fourth quarter we take a listen back to the sounds of the game courtesy of ESPN Irving again who's and eyes from the crowd <laughs> manages to get the ball back putting on a show with the ball handling layup is good oh and a play five to shoot Brown guarded by Bogan, goes right past him, inside, missed the layup, but the tip is good. Rogier trying to find some room to operate, gets inside, a just back shot, one goal, tights there on the foul. Rogier throws it up at the buzzer, oh, and he banks it home! Smart thought about a three, now takes it and hits it. Irving pulls back between the legs, spins, falling away, it's up, it's good! That final highlight, we heard a great example of Irving's versatile skill set in the post. Turn around, it hit a post-up jump shot. So they win by 11 points, now 10-2, and two, a 10-game winning streak. Average margin of victory during the winning streak, right about 11. The Celtics had over plus 9 a game on the season. Last year, they were plus 1.5 or so for the season, so a major jump there. The Warriors, the only team better at plus 10 a game.
Another big stat from this one, the Celtics continue to defend the three very well. The Lakers hitting just 5 of 24 for 20% on the game. And again, the Celtics win by 11, shooting under 40% from the field, just 25% from three. Plus minus, best player for the Celtics in this game, Marcus Smart at plus 16. The big story coming in, of course, Lonzo Ball heavily marketed by ESPN. Jason Tatum not getting a lot of love coming into the game. We'll get into Tatum's injury in just a minute. Ball just 4 for 15 from the field for 9 points. The Garden Faithful showing the Rook no love. Heavy boos as soon as he touched the ball early on in the game. They continued throughout most of the first half. They did ease up a bit in that second half. Then Ball spoke after the game about his maiden voyage into the NBA's greatest rivalry. Uh, It was fun. You know, we came out a little lax and um, they jumped on us quick. So it's always going to be hard, especially playing away, you know, when uh, we have a first quarter like that. But, um. We fought back, and um, unfortunately, at the end, we couldn't, you know, close it. What do you think was the biggest difference? Just the effort and energy, to be honest. I mean, second quarter, we came out, you know, wanted to play. First quarter, I felt like, you know, because they were 9-0, you know, we, we owed them something. Earlier in the presser, Ball was asked about the booing from the fans. He said, they're home. I'd boo, too, if I was a fan. Marcus Morris said fans should uh, ease up on Ball a little bit, saying, quote, he's a good kid. It's his dad. He's got a big mouth. Everybody knows it. He has a long time to do this. He's a young guy, basically. It's not his fault. So Marcus Morris is standing up for the Brook. With the way the draft went down, you recall Lonzo Ball said before the draft, I'm not going to Boston. I can't recall anyone saying that they refuse to be a number one pick. So automatically, fans are going to have an aversion to him. You add in his father, and it's a whole other story. Meanwhile, his brother, Leangelo Ball, we know he was arrested this week for shoplifting some sunglasses, I think, from a Louis Vuitton while his team, UCLA, is in China. They're getting set to open against Georgia Tech Friday night. Ball and two teammates have been ordered to stay in their hotel room about 100 miles from Shanghai where that game will take place. Chinese authorities now have over a month before they have to decide to get official approval for an arrest. Means Ball could be stuck in China for some time. The patriarch LeVar earlier this week saying he didn't think that incident was a big deal. If you want to be heard on Celtics Express, you can always do that. Give us a call, 617-807-0013. Catch up with us on Twitter, at Celtics Express. And, of course, we are brought to you in conjunction with our family at otgbasketball.com. That's off the glass. Great writing, great podcast there. Check them out. You may be wondering why our first episode of the season is so many games in after the Celtics at a 10-2 and record. Our producer, Teddy Tuhat, Teddy. He said that we can't start the show until the Celtics lose a game. He didn't want to jinx it. After the Celtics-Lakers, we finally had to get going. Ten straight wins. Teddy, what do you got on your celly? Got NBA on the brain? Call the sex line. Whoa there. That's Celtics Express customer service. Give us your take at 617-807-0013 to be heard on the show. I'm sorry to uh, burst everyone's bubble, but even though the Celtics look good and they'll probably finish first in the East and maybe even go to the finals, they have a 0% chance of winning a title with this team. You have to have a top five player in the league. They don't. Even when Hayward comes back, they still don't. Uh, And that's just not enough in this league today. Kyrie is a very good player, possibly a top 10 player, but you don't win championships without top five talent. They don't have it. Sorry, guys. 
Uh, the Seas looked awesome last night against the Lakers for about half the game. Uh, Lonzo Ball looked like garbage. Um, he's got nothing to, to bring to the NBA. Marcus Smart ate him for dinner uh, on that block shot. And uh, hopefully Jason Tatum's not hurt for too long because that kid is impressive and he's the next Paul Pierce for sure on this team. And uh, hopefully uh, that ankle is uh, getting better day by day. All right, some dueling calls there. And if you want to get on the show, call the Celtics Express customer service line or the sex line, as they say, 617-807-0013. Call there day or night, anything Celtics or NBA, and we'll try and get you on the show. The big argument there, of course, is Kyrie Irving, a top player able to carry a team to a championship coming into the season. I had major doubts. Now, not so much. I think he could be the premier type of player that could take the Celtics that far through 12 games. Kyrie has 264 points. He's passed Paul Pierce, Dominique Wilkins, Kevin Garnett, and Larry Bird as the first to reach that point total in their first 12 games in a green uniform. The other point brought up there, Jason Tatum and his injury. He left the game with a sore right ankle. The Boston Celtics did tweet right after the game. He's in a walking boot to be safe. He'll have more tests done as we wrap the week to see what's up with him. As far as Al Horford, he's been a major contributor this season, looking like the Max player. His plus-minus among the best in the league. His rebounding numbers are up dramatically as well. Already with four double-doubles on the season, so we'll keep an eye on him with that concussion. He took an elbow in the Atlanta Hawks game. He has a history of concussions, so that could be a problem moving forward as we've seen how well he and Kyrie Irving are working off that pick-and-roll offense. So as we put this Celtics win to bed over the Lakers, some fat to chew on for our Celtics fans is Shemi Ojale, the new Jay Crowder. He's got great feet. He's strong. I think he already might be a better shooter. Also, Aaron Baines, how big has he been so far this season? Tying a career-high 21 points, 8 of 12 from the field, and he's been a defensive stopper. Next up for the Celtics, it's the Charlotte Hornets at the Garden Friday night with Kemba Walker leading the backcourt, of course. He's got close to 22 points a game, more than six dimes so far this season. Not much help. They do have Dwight Howard there in the front court this season as well. They've lost three straight coming in at five and six. Catch us, as always, on Celtics Express. Make sure you subscribe and catch our friends at otgbasketball.com for great writing and podcasts and, of course, Uh, Find us on Celtics Express. I'm Jay Corwin. We'll talk to you next time.